0: Hey there, this is Dustin McLean. And Allie McLean. And we're pumped that you're joining with us today. And if you're a part of our Purpose Church family, whether in person or online, we'd love to connect with you via social media at OurPurpose.Church on all social media outlets. And on our website at www.OurPurpose.Church. We can get you plugged into a group, other giving options, and an opportunity to connect with the Purpose family all across Western Kentucky. And we hope today's message encourages you and inspires you, and so let's jump into the message. Well, come on, church, is there anybody thankful? Can we give all praise to Jesus in this room? Come on, can we give it up for King Jesus in this place? Yeah, I love that. I love that. I love that. Once you high five your neighbor, say, man, God is good. And tap your other neighbor. Say all the time. Tap your other neighbor. Say all the time. All the time. All the time. Well, hey, I'm so honored that you're here. And uh, I'll just tell you first of all, I want to welcome everybody in that's watching online. Church that's in here and everybody on the podcast. Can we put our hands together and welcome everybody in that's watching online today? Come on, let them know that we love them. Y'all can be a little louder than that. Let them know we're glad that you're here hanging out with us. Uh, And I'll just tell you, I'm excited. Uh, It is August the 1st, and I'll just tell you... What the Lord is doing this fall, I feel like is He is just ramping some stuff up, and I hope you're excited about it because I am, and I just want to spend a few seconds right here. The, the girls did a great job walking through some announcements earlier, but there's some that I just want to be able to share with you personally because these are something that's very dear to my heart and something I just want to share with you uh, as your pastors that I can encourage you, that I can challenge us, that I can ask you to step into another season of your life, another season of faith for you and I. So I'll just tell you, starting next week, we will be starting a brand new series called Built to Last. Somebody shout, Built to Last. I like that. So Built to Last is a series. We're going to be walking through the book of Nehemiah. And maybe you don't know that Old Testament book. It's okay. Come for a few weeks. It's going to be great. I can't wait to start that with you. But alongside of that, there's a few things that we're going to be launching as well that I just am very passionate about. Uh, and I just want to tell you guys how important it is to our church and the future of our church uh, in the fact of what's coming up with Built to Last. So uh, we started off, just so you know, Built to Last kicks off next Sunday with 21 days of prayer and fasting, okay? And I'm just gonna ask you really, whoa, you hear about three people uh, like being like excited about prayer and fasting, guess what? I want our entire church to be excited about praying and fasting. And let me just share with you really quick why we do that. Why we do that at the beginning of kind of the school year when that kicks off, why are we spending some time praying and fasting? And some of you may be wondering what even is fasting? So I just wanna take a few minutes right here at the beginning of the service just to walk us through that. But 21 days of prayer and fasting, what we're going to be doing is spending 21 days where we are just going to be listening and hearing from God, right? We want to hear from God. We want to hear from Him very clearly. And sometimes if you're like me, our lives can get real busy uh, and we can get lo- we can lose focus really quickly. But man, I just think this is a great time of year where there's a lot going on, but let's refocus in on what's the most important, that being Jesus and what He's calling you and I to do. Amen or oh me. Right, so we want to be a church that spends our time saying, you know what? I want to refocus in on Jesus. That's what prayer is about. It's saying, God, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pray. I want you to change not just some circumstances in my life. I want you to change me. I want you to change who I am. I want to focus in on you. I want to recenter my life on you, King Jesus. So we're gonna do that uh, in 21 days of prayer. And and I had just a little while ago, uh, my man Larry came up to me and and, and told me, he said, Hey, man, listen. Won't you explain fasting a little bit because some people may not know what that is. and How many of y'all, just show of hands really quick, how many of y'all have ever fasted before? Anybody out there? I mean, you don't know. It's okay if you don't know what fasting is, because I just think that's important. It's a discipline that even Jesus talks about in the Bible. It says, "Hey, you know what? Why can't we?" Like the disciples came to Jesus, and said, "Hey, why can't we cast out some of these demons? Why can't we do that?" And He says, "Only certain things can happen through prayer and fasting." And I just believe that we need to be a church that values the disciplines of Scripture, that values the disciplines of prayer and fasting. So, what I'm going to challenge our church to do: uh, fasting is just you taking some in your life uh, and you are getting rid of that And you're doing that so that you can focus on Jesus sometimes that can be food sometimes that can be social media for some of you if you've never fasted before it's a great place to start come on somebody right I I think social media sometimes can get in our head and in our heart and it can cause us to take our focus off of Jesus and so for 21 days maybe you need to shut that off maybe for me I'll just tell you my conviction personally is I'm gonna try and do and this is nothing no pride in me sharing this with you guys but I want to do a three-day water only fast that doesn't sound like a whole lot but your boy a foodie, okay. I like lots of food, and so for me, that's just something I feel like in my spirit that God is telling me: three-day water-only fast. Make sure if you're going to do that, that make sure that you're, you know, it's safe for you. Make sure that your doctors know about that. Don't do that unless it's something you can you can fast from food. Uh, you can fast from fast food. Come on, somebody. Some of us need to do that over 21 days, right? There's a lot of things that you can do as far as giving those things up. Try it for 21 days, focus in on Jesus, and see what that next season looks like after you do that, all right? I just want to challenge our church. I'm going to challenge all of us. We're winning in the, in the physical, but before we do any of that, we got to win in the spiritual. Come on, somebody, right? we got to be people that will pray. we got to be a church that will pray and fast and declare that we are going to put our face towards God and Jesus. Whatever you want to do with us, you can do it, right? Amen oh me, church. Y'all good with that? So I'm asking you to step into that. I'm asking you to lean into that over the next couple of weeks. Starting next Sunday, we'll kick it off. We'll take communion together and we'll kick off 21 days of prayer and fasting next Sunday. I'm excited about it. And not only that, next Sunday uh, is a series that we're starting called Built to Last. Somebody one more time, shout Built to Last. So Built to Last is again I don't know about you, just kind of like what the video you just saw of Allie and I setting in our permanent facility that we have as a church. Come on, somebody, right? I get excited about that, uh, and I want you to know that the reason why I'm excited about it is because you know what that does? I'm not in love with buildings, but I am in love with the people of God, and I'm in love with God, obviously, and I want to see our church, and we're about to step into another season, another level, and so again, when that happens, that's why it's so important to pray and fast. That's why it's so important to do that, and we're going to talk a little bit about that today of what it looks like to put on some armor as we go into battle. But I, I'll just tell you, built to last, what that looks like for us is the fact that uh, we have a um, uh, we'll have a legacy offering, which we tell you about uh, at plenty time in advance because we want to always honor you. We want you to spend time praying about that, and we do a legacy offering every year. It's typically towards the end of uh, of the year, probably November is typically when we've done that. But obviously, this year we have a big ten thing out in front of us that we're excited about that we get to give towards and uh, that is going to be we usually do that into four lanes of legacy but this year, we're actually giving 100% towards the first two lanes being uh, uh, purpose projects and uh, the next generation. And so uh, I'll just tell you, when we have a facility, it's going to allow us to do all four lanes of Legacy a lot better anyway. So I'm excited about that. And so I just want to throw a number out there to you because this is a number uh, that may look scary to some of us, but we serve an incredible God. And I believe with all my heart, I like to just be very open, honest, and transparent with you and just tell you, uh, you know, we, we are, we are uh, what we're looking for. Uh, to raise on that Sunday through all of us, all of us collectively uh, together that we're going to do this. We're looking at we need to raise $136,000. I know that sounds like a whole lot of money, but we serve an incredible God, don't we? $136,892.04. Come on, somebody, right? That's down to the penny because we want to do a good job of honoring you, letting you know what we're doing. And so far today even, we've already had $27,036 given towards the Built to Last Generosity Initiative. That's pretty incredible when we ain't even talked about it in person really yet, right? Uh, And I'll just tell you really fast that we had another. I'll just tell you that we're sitting in a miracle, I feel like, and I feel like I can share this with you. And everybody watching online, I can share it with you too. We had a a businessman give us $100,000 that doesn't even go to church here. You know why? Because he believes in the vision and the mission of Purpose Church, to connect people to Jesus and help them live on purpose. Can we give God a big shout of praise because of that? And then now I'm asking us, hey, can we step in that? That's going to allow us to be in this facility debt-free. Still won't have any debt. We'll be in this facility. And I just think that's a good steward of God's money, right? So, uh, all right, cool. So, enough of all of that. I just want to just start out the gate with some of that, and we're finishing up our series today called "Don't Give Up." Anybody enjoy "Don't Give Up" so far? Come on, somebody shout "Don't Give Up." All right, and I, I, I have, um, I, I've loved this series, and I'll just tell you the last week we're gonna be in. I had to wear my camo shirt. Uh, because we're going to talk about getting in some warfare together. We're going to talk about resisting the devil. We're going to talk about fighting against the devil. And we're going to do that in 1 Peter chapter 5. First uh, Peter chapter uh, 5, yes, verse 8 through 11. And it's going to be up on this giant screen behind me. But why don't we do this all across the room? Do you mind standing to your feet? Can we stand to the feet, our, our feet if we're able to? Just in honor of God's word as we read that together. I'm going to read it, 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. It says this If you're ready, say, I'm ready. All right, I like that. Watch this. It says, stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion. That's important for you to understand. Looking for someone to devour, stand firm. Somebody shout, stand firm. Against him, and be strong in your faith. Remember that your family of believers all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering that you are. I love that scripture. I love that we're going to walk through that today. And I can't wait to talk to you about what I feel like God has put on my heart. And it's a real simple formula. If you and I are going to stand firm, if we're going to be strong in our faith, it's a simple formula that I believe we see right there in 1 Peter. And it's this idea of wake up. Somebody shout, wake up. Dress up. Somebody shout, dress up. And look up. Somebody shout, look up. Wake up, dress up, look up. Wake up, dress up, look up. We'll talk about that in just a second, but I'd love to pray for us and just ask the Holy Spirit to just speak how only he can. Lord, we love you. We honor you. We thank you so much for your word. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Would you speak to us today? Thank you, Jesus, for giving us a mandate and a way that we can fight against the devil and all of his schemes. In Jesus' name that we pray. And everybody said a good amen, amen, amen. You can have a seat. Kavasi, thank you so much for standing just in honor of that that word uh, of God's word, and I just I've I've spent this week. Um, at, at a, a church conference. Our lead team was there, and, and I'll just tell you, we had a great time, but more so than any of that, I just came back fired up spiritually, more so than learning other things that we could implement as a church. or doing, I came back fired up spiritually, and I also came back with a little inspiration to tell a Boudreaux joke, okay? So I don't know if y'all know anything about Boudreaux. I, uh, pastor Chris Hodges, he's Church of the Highlands. He's their pastor, and he tells Boudreaux jokes all the time. So is it okay if I bring a Boudreaux joke just to start out today? About three of you. I said, all right, if I bring a little laughter into the room, is that okay with everybody? Okay. So this, this is this a little Boudreaux joke, and I just want to tell it to you really quick. But one, bright sunshine and Sunday morning, a little hazy outside, but kind of like today, right? Uh, you can imagine people are in church, and all of a sudden through the back door, a great flash of fire and smoke uh, come busting through the door, and who appeared but old Satan himself, all right? Satan himself is standing there. All the congregation, you know what they start doing? Like all of us probably would, they start freaking out out. They jumped up. They stampeded out, but not old Boudreaux. You know why? Boudreaux just sat right there in his place. Apparently, he was unimpressed, okay? So Satan comes over to him and goes to Boudreaux, the only dude left in the church, right? And he goes over to Boudreaux and says, Boudreaux, hey, listen, uh, like, like, uh, uh, do you know who I am? Like, do you even know who I am? And Boudreaux replies, yes, I sure do. Right, and Boudreaux's a Cajun, okay? So Pastor Chris is a Cajun, so I, I just love that he uh, he didn't tell this one specifically, but I looked this one up on the internet. And I really like it a whole lot. Uh, uh, Boudreaux comes and says, "Yes, I do. I know who you are." Satan asks, "Well, why aren't you scared of me?" Boudreaux calmly says, "No, I'm I'm not afraid of you." And the devil, slightly confused, asking, "Well, everybody's afraid of me. Why aren't you?" Boudreaux yawns, looks at the devil, and tells him, "No reason to be. After all, I've been married to your sister for 40 years." How many Bujos we got in the room? Don't raise your hand right now. Come on, that's funny. I don't care who you are right now. That's good. That's good. And uh, I, I like that Boudreaux joke, but I think there's something that we can learn from Boudreaux in the fact that what if I told you today that you and I, when the devil comes at you and I, that we can have the calm response that Boudreaux had if we will just put into practice what 1 Peter tells us that we're going to walk through today. And so anybody excited to learn how we can learn how to fight against the devil and all his schemes? I am. I hope you're ready. And this is where it comes into scripture, we're going to walk down through what we just read a second ago, and the very first thing I think all of us need to understand, 1 Peter 5, 8, the Bible starts out by talking about it, and it says this, it says, stay alert, somebody shout, stay alert, watch out for your great enemy, the devil, he prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour, and so the very first thing I want you to write down is this idea of you got to stay alert. You gotta stay alert. So I'm gonna give you what the scripture says, and then I'm gonna give you a practical handle with that scripture. That's where the wake up, dress up, all that stuff's gonna come in in just a second. All right. So, so we gotta stay alert. Somebody shout, stay alert. I want us to understand that the NIV version says be alert. The KJV, the King Jimmy version, says be vigilant. Right? And and the Greek word literally means right there. It means to stay awake and to be watchful. So I think we all have to understand something really quick that you and I, I don't know if you know this or not, but that you have spiritual eyes. Did you know that? That you and I have spiritual eyes? that, That our heart actually has eyes? Did you know that? If you didn't know that, it's okay, but but I want you to understand that you and I are not just seeing everything through these eyes right here. We're seeing it through a filter of experiences that we went through in our life, and it's a spiritual eyes that a lot of times we're seeing stuff through. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18 says, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened, right? I think about that, and I think about that old song back in the day. Y'all remember, open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Come on. Oh, there's all the pre- there's all the saved people in the room right there, right? Y'all remember that? I want to see you, right? We're gonna just bring the key to see you high and live. Okay, we're not gonna go any further because all of us can't sing. I get it, I'm with you. No, 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 I love that. I love that. I want us to understand, we didn't even realize what we were singing back then, did we? Open the eyes of my heart. We're thinking, oh, I'm just going to open my eyes to see you. But we have spiritual eyes. There's eyes that are actually in our heart. And so what I want us to understand is that you and I have to stay alert. And that gets to that practical handle that we got to wake up. Somebody shout, wake up. Somebody tap your neighbor like you're waking them up from a dead sleep and say, wake up. You got to wake up we got to wake up we have to understand we got to stay alert knowing that we have a sneaky, conniving, cunning, spiritual enemy who is out to destroy us. I want us to understand that, right? We we watch movies and we watch shows where it kind of depicts the devil and he's got a red pitchfork and, and you know, the the horns and the, and the red outfit and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, I, you know, the very first thing I think about is Hocus Pocus. I don't know why I go there, but that's the first thing that happens in my head is going to that little devil on Hocus Pocus. Okay, don't watch that movie. but But I'll just tell you, like, like, that's what we picture when we picture the devil, right? That's what we picture. But what I want us to understand is that the devil is not some cute character. The devil is not our friend. He is your enemy. He is not a, a, he's not a little playful pet, but he is acting and loud like a bloodthirsty lion. And guess what he wants to do? He wants to destroy you. He is out to destroy you. What's John 1010 10 tell us? John 10 10 tells us this is Jesus speaking. He's trying to alert us. He's trying to let us know. Hey, watch out. You got to keep your eyes open because the thief's purpose, the enemy's purpose, the devil's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. But my purpose, Jesus says, is that they might have a rich and satisfying life. That doesn't mean money rich. That just means a fulfilled life. How many of us want a fulfilled life? How many of us want to walk in that freedom of fulfillment, of the purpose that God has given us? But we got to watch out. we got to wake up because the enemy's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. Somebody shout, wake up. Can you imagine for just a second, right? It it refers to to the enemy and the devil as a thief. Can you imagine for just a second your house Right, imagine my house. Can we imagine that we knew that there was going to be somebody? We knew that the goal of this person, the goal of this thief was to come in into our house and to steal things, kill things, and destroy our lives. You know what we would do? We would do anything and everything to make sure that we're protected against that, right? We put in a security system. We'll have the security system, a.k.a. the shotgun ready. We'll have all that ready to go, right? We'll, we'll be whatever we got to do to make sure that we are protected right? We will do whatever it takes to protect from the thief. Why is it that we walk around every single day with our guard down, our our, our minds open to anything, our phones open to anything, and we wonder why stuff is being stolen from us. We wonder why our joy is is destroyed. We wonder why the the, the happiness and fulfillment of life is is killed on the inside of us. You know why? It's because we are letting the thief in. And so what I think we got to do is we got to Wake up. One more time. Somebody shout, wake up. And the next thing we got to do is stand firm. or you got to resist him. Either one of those, you can write that down. I'll give you both NIV and NLT. Resist him and to stand firm. Watch what the Bible says in 1 Peter 5, verse 9. It says, stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. In 1 Peter 5, 9, in the NIV version, it says, resist him standing firm in the faith. This is what I know is that if we're not going to give up, if we're going to walk through a season of victorious uh, a victory in our life as a Christ follower, we have to take a firm stand in our lives against sin and, and constantly resist temptation. Even as Allie was even speaking a second ago, Jesus modeled this so perfectly for us. And as we walk into this season of 21 days of prayer and fasting, go back to the life of Jesus and watch how he lived. Read about the life of Jesus. We want to know how Jesus would respond, how he would fast, how he would uh, come against the schemes of the devil. Guess what? Go back and read about his life. I'd encourage you to start in John. It's a great place to read. Maybe that should be yours and my prayer through 21 days of prayer and fasting. Let's read through John together. Maybe that's where you need to start. But I want to challenge us. I want to encourage us that we've got to resist the devil. But we first can't resist him unless we wake up knowing that he's out to devour us, know that he's out to destroy us, know that he's out to kill us, that he wants nothing good for yours in my life. Stay alert, watch out, wake up, and then the next thing, stand firm and resist him. And I think you and I had to just take the practical side of that, and we got to do this thing called dress up. Somebody shout dress up. Somebody shout dress up. All right, I like that. Listen, y'all, I'm about to preach the shortest sermon y'all have ever heard in your life. You know why? Because I feel like there's some of us that need to respond today more so than you need to hear me preach. And I I just, I feel like some of us need to realize that we are being attacked on every side. That we're about to walk in, again, new levels. as, as, As Pastor Ed Young used to say, new levels, new devils. And if you and I are going to walk into a season of blessing, if we're going to walk into a season where we're not going to give up, there's going to be different challenges that come along the way. But we got to wake up and we got to dress up. Somebody shout dress up. This is the idea. And I think if we're going to resist the devil, if we're going to obviously know that he's out there to try and attack us, to devour us, how do we resist him? How, how do we do this? How, how do we stand firm? How do we go about doing that? Paul encourages us to dress uh, this is what Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10 says. And Kyle, go ahead and come on up here to the stage. I told y'all it's going to be short today. But it's powerful because I think we need to respond to it. I think there's so many of us walking around with our guards down, walking around with our arms down. We're walking around without these things that I'm going to tell us about in just a second. And I think we need to understand that, that God is calling us not just to wake up but to dress up. Watch what Peter, uh, Paul encourages us in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. And you know this. You may have heard this before, but this is what. And look at the parallels between Peter and Paul, what they're writing. Watch what he says in Ephesians chapter 6. Are you ready? Say, I'm ready. Love that. A final word. Watch what he says. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to do what? Stand firm. Against all strategies of the devil. Watch this. For we're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies. I'm not fighting against you. You're not fighting against them. They're not fighting against them. No, 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 no. We're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies. But against rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly place. So since you know all of that, right, it's kind of, I'm going to teach you a little Bible today. Like when you see the next word right there, it says, therefore. you got to understand something. you got to go back to all the previous stuff that was just listed. So understand we're not fighting against each other. Understand it's not you versus your coworker. worker Understand it's not you versus your spouse you got to understand that there are, are, there are, there are principalities and, and, and literally evil rulers and authorities that are, that are warring in the spirit right now. And I think you got to understand that. Therefore, you know that? Therefore, which means you know what that ha- I just said. Now this is how you combat that. Watch what he says. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so that you will be able to what? Resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then, after the battle, which belongs to the Lord that we're just singing about today, you will be able to do what? Stand firm. You're going to be standing firm. I love that. Stand your ground. Watch what he says. Put on the belt of truth. This is a prayer that I, I've, I've heard and, and actually prayed. And it comes from Highlands as well. It says the belt of truth. It's this belt of truth on the inside that, that, Lord, I put on the belt of truth today. I choose a lifestyle of honesty and integrity. Show me the truths so I can live according to your word and expose the lies even when I'm unaware of them. I'm going to put on the belt of truth. Watch what he says next. The body armor of God's righteousness. Or you probably heard of it as the breastplate of righteousness, right? I'm going to put on the breastplate of righteousness. And this is a prayer. You could just say, Lord, I wear your righteousness today against all condemnation, against all corruption. Lord, would you fit me? Would you would You size me with your holiness and purity and defend me from all assaults that are against my heart? you got to understand that the breastplate of righteousness is covering your heart, right? God, it's your righteousness that covers me. It's your righteousness that, that sometimes My heart can be exposed maybe through social media, or maybe through what people say, or what this or that. But I'm going to put on the breastplate of righteousness, knowing that my righteousness is not found in me and my works, but it's only found in the person of Jesus Christ, right? I think about that. Watch what he says, verse 15. For shoes put on the peace that comes from the, God, the good news, so that you will be fully prepared. Back in the day that we called it in VBS, that would be called shoes of the gospel of peace. I do choose today. This let just be your prayer to live by the gospel and be willing to defend the gospel at any moment. This is a prayer where you could just say, God, show me where you're working. Lead me to it and do not let me slack in my walk, but let me walk with peace. Let me walk with the, the gospel that no matter where you call me to go, that I am willing to share it, I'm willing to defend it, I'm willing to walk wherever you call me to go. Verse 16, in addition to all these things, put up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil, Right, the shield of faith. Let's just be a people that would pray this idea that Jesus. I lift the confidence that you are good against every lie, every assault, every attack of the enemy. That you have good in store for me. Nothing is coming today that can overcome me because you know what? You are with me and you defend me, Lord. I'm going to hold up my shield of faith. Verse 17. Some of us, we don't do this and we got to remember to do this. We got to put on the helmet of salvation. Put salvation on as your helmet. And that's we we can just pray this idea of Lord, thank you so much for my salvation. I received that. I received it from you. I'm going to receive it if it's new every single day. And Lord, I I need your salvation that I'm not what the world tells me and things that go in my mind. I'm who you call me to be. I'm the person that you say that I am. I'm the one that you have set free that my mind, it may be trapped in all this other stuff, but I'm going to put on the helmet of salvation today because Jesus, you have freed me, and who the Son sets free is free indeed. I'm going to put on the helmet of salvation. And he says, take the sword of the Spirit. You want to dress up? This is how you dress up. You want to fight against the enemy? This is how you do it. You take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And would we just be a people that would pray, Holy Spirit, would you show me specifically today the truths from your Word? Would you let this be a mirror instead of a, 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 a something to hit somebody else over the head with. Would you begin as I open this, God, would you just let me see my reflection in it? And God, would you change anything that doesn't look like you? Let me open the word of God and let it be a mirror to my life, saying, you know what, that doesn't look like Jesus. That doesn't sound like Jesus, that this is what the Word says, Don't no, 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 you need to change that, and I pray that the sword of the Spirit would be something that we would use to defend the snares of the enemy, that we would go back to this and we would say, Lord, I know the truths of your Word, I know the lies and the fiery darts that He's trying to hit me in my heart, no, 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 I got the breastplate of righteousness on, I know the, the, the social media stuff, and I know the family issues, and I know all this stuff is trying to get in my mind, no. I'm putting on the helmet of salvation. I know the lies that the devil wants, even the small ones, even the little secret lies that he wants to feed you in times where you're most vulnerable. And guess what we want to do? We want to combat that with the sword of the Spirit. And in verse 18, he says, pray in the Spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert. Wake up. And be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. Is there anybody in this room that's thankful for a God that wouldn't just leave us to fight the enemy on our own, but that he give us an ability to be able to dress up, to be able to stand up, to be able to say, you know what, I'm going to be willing to go to battle because I'm protected by the Lord of all lords. Come on, let's give it up for King Jesus. Why don't we do this? Everybody go ahead and jump up on your feet. Everybody go ahead and jump. They ain't going to be done with a kid's service in the back. Boy, I like this. I'm going to teach you one last thing today. Let me teach you one last thing. you got to stay alert. you got to wake up. Number two, got to stand firm, resist him. you got to dress up. Put on the full armor of God. Every day when you wake up, you think about getting your clothes on, you think about getting dressed for the day, brushing your teeth, doing all of that, guess what? Just start going through Ephesians chapter 6. I hope this is helping somebody. I hope it's practical enough for you. Let's, let's make this a part of every day when we wake up. When our, feet, woo, when our feet hit the floor, I pray that the devil shudders knowing that the power and authority that we walk into the day with, that we're covered with the full armor of God, that he has to shudder because of Jesus on the inside, that you better know that that boy's awake. You better know that that young lady's awake. You know why? They're going to go out and they're going to make a difference wherever they go. But it starts by waking up Dressing up, number three, remember. you got to 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 understand. I, look what it says in verse 9, part B. It just says, remember that all your family of believers all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering that you are. Same kind of suffering. I don't know about you, but what the devil loves to do to me is he loves to isolate me. He loves to get me alone. He loves to get in my mind let loves to just kind of single me out. And isn't that exactly what a lion does when they're going after their prey? They'll single them out. They'll think they're more vulnerable by themselves. And I don't know about you, but that's how sometimes the devil can get at me. And I, I, let me just take a moment to just tell you how important crews are right now. I have no idea what the next six months look like. I believe as a church, we're gonna, I don't know what society going to look like in six months. Can we all agree? But, but let me just share something really quick. As a church and as Purpose Church and as followers of Jesus, guess what? We shouldn't have to respond like the rest of the world responds. We don't have to respond in fear. We can be smart. We can be very considerate. We can love other people. We don't have to fear anything because we're above fear because Jesus is on the inside of us. And, and I just I, I feel like in my, in my spirit, we need to understand that what encourages me What helps me is I got to remember that there's other churches that are dealing with this, right? You know, I usually think, oh, it's all us. You know, oh, my goodness, we're the only ones loading in, loading out. Only ones meeting in the middle school. Only ones trying to do it no, 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 no. And I think a lot of times, man, I'm the only one that gets those kind of messages. I'm the only one that gets, no, 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 not the case. What's the Bible telling us? We got to remember that all your brothers and sisters around you are going through the exact same thing, same kind of suffering That you are. But I want you to understand something really quick. Crews are so important for you to be a part of. And and again, I want to just challenge all of us. As we step into this season, what happens is is August 8th through the 29th, we're in prayer and fasting. And in the first weekend in September, we launch Crews Off. And I want you to get in a crew. If you'll hear my heart, there's nothing like Tuesday night for our family. We already know it's a Tuesday night set aside for our family to go and we're with crew. We're with family. We're doing life with other people. Sometimes we don't even get to the lesson because all our kids are running around like crazy and half of them's naked. You know, it's just wild. It's just, just it's parenting on purpose, is the name of our crew. And it's families that are just doing life together. Let me encourage you with something. That's what a crew's about. I bet half of us in here couldn't name the last five sermons that I preached. But you can name me five people that have impacted your life for the good, for the gospel for relationship pushing you towards Jesus. That's what crews are about. And I just encourage you, you need somebody to remind you, remember you're not the only one going through it. You're not the only one dealing with this. I got you. I got your back. I'm with you. And I want us to understand that there's one thing that that Scripture that I just want to bring back to focus for you and I, and it's this idea that the Bible tells us that Satan is walking around like a roaring lion. I think we rewrite over that, and we don't even think nothing about it. We're like, oh yeah, he's a lion. He's out to kill us. Like he's going to win. He's going. I I want us to understand. That the Bible is loud and clear that he's not a lion, but he's like a lion. I want you to know that he's little, but he's loud. He has no power. Everything that he throws at you is just counterfeit. It's just smoke and mirrors. It's perversion of what the truth actually is. He doesn't have anything authentic to give you or to, to strip away from you. And I feel like I came to remind somebody today at Purpose Church this Sunday or somebody's watching online or listening to the podcast that you got to wake up you got to dress up, and you got to look up. That's the last thing. you got to look up that you and I need to be reminded, yes, other people are going through this, but we got to be reminded that we serve the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, and that Jesus Christ, he's the true lion of Judah, has overcome it all, and that in this world you might have trouble, but take heart, Jesus has overcome the world. Is there anybody that's saying, you know what? I'm going to stand on that. I'm going to stand on that faith. I'm going to stand on that firm foundation. And that's the foundation of Jesus. But you got to wake up. We got to dress up and we got to look up. Somebody shout, wake up, dress up, look up. Go. Every day. Every day. Your feet hit the ground tomorrow. I'm waking up. I'm dressing up. I'm looking up. I'm waking up. I'm dressing up. I'm looking up. And again, I believe Jesus did this incredibly. And you and I, we won't be able to do it unless we put our faith and trust in Jesus. <coughs> Excuse me. Maybe you're here. Maybe you're watching online and you've never put your faith in Jesus. Maybe you've been in church your entire life. Maybe you've gone to church every time the door's been open since you were born. But you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life. You've never said yes to that relationship with Jesus. Well, I just want to encourage you today is that day. Today's that day that He's calling you. You wouldn't be here unless you were being pursued. You need to understand that you're loved, that you're valued, that God has a purpose for you. God has a plan for you. And the first step of that plan is saying yes to a relationship with Him. So all over this room, and if it's safe for you watching online, can we just bow our heads and close our eyes? I believe that there's some people in here that need to respond to the gospel today. And maybe you're here and you say, Dustin, I don't know Jesus. And I'll just tell you that you, you, can, you can be alert of the devil but, and you can know that that's something that he's coming out to get you. But again, I want you to understand something. Jesus is greater than any of that. And he's come to give you life and give it more abundantly. And so maybe you're here and you want that eternal life. You want that life, even that starts now, of Jesus on the inside making a difference on the outside. I would just invite you to pray something like this. Would you just pray, Dear Jesus? I believe that I'm a sinner. That I've messed up. That I've, I've done things. I've said things. I was born into this thing called sin. But thank you so much that you came, even while I was still sinning, the Bible says, and you died for me. And I put my trust in you. I put my faith in you that, yes, you died for me, and yes, you were put in a tomb, but I believe that you got out of the grave. And I put my whole heart, into your hands. I put my whole life into your hands. Would you open the spiritual eyes of my heart today, Lord? Would salvation take place on the inside of me today? Help me every day from this day forward to live as if I'm, I'm, I'm right in front of you until I meet you. And Maybe you're here. Maybe you're watching online and you just said yes to a relationship with Jesus. You just prayed that or you prayed something like that. I want you to understand that we're a church that celebrates. You know, we're a church that likes to party because we think church should look a lot more like a party than it does a funeral because of the fact that when one person comes to Jesus it says all of heaven rejoices, that's how important it is to God. That's how important it is to us to celebrate. And maybe you're here, maybe you're watching online. We just want to just tell you, if you made that decision today, let me just show you, I'm so excited for you. And I'm going to ask you to do one thing. If you're in this room, I'm going to ask you, we got some incredible people along uh, the walls in here, both walls, uh, to my right and to my left. And I'm just going to ask you, our team's going to be moving. As soon as I tell our team to move, we're going to ask you to move if you just said yes to a relationship with Jesus. And you want to know why? I'm going to ask you to move because we want to put a Bible in your hands. We, we want to give you a Bible. We want, to, we want to get to know you. We want to say, hey, listen, congratulations. High five you. Tell you that we're so excited that you came into a relationship with Jesus today. And so if you don't, do, if you don't mind doing that right now, serve team, you can move. And anybody else that is, that is out there that needs to say yes, to, that did say yes to a relationship with Jesus, would you just make it to my friends that are at the wall? That would be awesome. And if you're watching online, would you just text the word PURPOSE to 270 229 6488. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. Well, come on, church. Can we lift our heads and can we put our hands together and give God a huge ovation of worship in this place? Come on, y'all can do better than that. We're talking about the King of kings and the Lord of lords. That's the God that we serve. Come on, get loud for Jesus. I like it. I like high-five somebody around you. High five around you. Say, hey, you know what you need to do? You need to wake up. Go ahead, dress up, and go ahead and look up. Go ahead, high-five some people around you. High five them around you. High five them around you. Well, hey, I love you. I'm so glad you're here. I just want to remind you, I know I talked about it pretty much the whole time, but 21 days of prayer and fasting is coming up. I feel like today was one of those kickoff messages for it. That we gotta put on the armor, that we gotta be ready, and we gotta be willing to do whatever God calls us to do over the next few weeks. So let's let's lean into that. Y'all good with that? Can we lean into that? Amen or owe oh me? I love that. I love that. Well, hey, today, I'm just excited uh, uh, just that you're here. And I'll tell you again, Built to Last kicks off next Sunday. Can't wait to see you back. Let me pray for you. And then I'll just tell you guys, on your way out, we got ice cream sandwiches waiting for you on the way out the door. So enjoy the ice cream sandwich uh, on Purpose Church. Listen, oh, I might need to do something. I might need to do giving, right? Should I probably do that? Okay, yeah. We can't even pay for the ice cream sandwiches unless somebody gives, Okay. But I'm going to ask our ushers if they will come forward. If y'all don't mind doing that, I'm so sorry. I completely forgot that. I'm sorry. If they're going to come and pass these offering containers around, let me just really quickly tell you why you give and why we give, why we think it's a privilege to be able to give, is that, as I've talked about today, we don't deserve salvation. I don't deserve any of it. But, man, thank God he was willing to give it to us. And, And, again, God has given me the breath in my lungs the, the ability to have a job. So we just believe as a church. And I'll just tell you, we're a tithing church. We believe 100%. That we, man, we want to be a generous church. And I want to be all about giving uh, it away with really no strings attached, even on our end as a church. And so we're asking that. Of people that, that call Purpose Church Home, if this is your first time, or you're, you're, not, you're just a guest here, listen, this isn't for you, this is for people that call Purpose Church Home and want to plant roots here, want to plant seeds, believing that God is going to be the waterer and the grower, we're just going to be faithful to plant them. That's what we do. That's what we're called to do. And so we're doing that today. Thank you guys for doing that. I'm sorry for the little switch up. Got you excited about ice cream sandwiches. then bring it. Hey, listen, we get to have ice cream sandwiches, and we get to give. And we believe that with all of our heart as a church. And so I'll just tell you, I love you. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, let me pray for you. Jesus, I pray you bless my friends. Keep them. Shine your face towards them. Let them have a great week this week. And take all of the calories out of these ice cream sandwiches. In Jesus' name that we pray. And everybody say it. Amen, amen. Have a great week. See you next Sunday. Enjoy those ice cream. Thank you so much again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and consider rating it and even sharing it with your friends. It helps out so much. For more content and information, head over to OurPurpose.Church. We love you guys and hope you have a great week on purpose.